Hey mama, welcome back to part three of our soaking up summer series. If you haven't listened to part one and two, you need to press pause right now. You've got to go back to the beginning. In part one, I share my very low expectation, imperfect summer bucket list, and there's a really cool freebie waiting for you to download in the show notes over there. Then in part two, we talked about how to spend less time scrolling and more time being which ironically leads into part three of this series, which I'm going to be 100% honest with you. This one was not planned. This was not in the schedule. But after some reflecting, after looking at my own phone, my own screen time, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. We got to work this in. I got to let her know what's going on because I was shocked. So this one is juicy. I'm revealing the numbers I discovered for myself within my own screen time settings. You know, that thing I encouraged you to do in episode 77. So like I said, if you haven't listened to part one and part two of the Soaking Up Summer series, press pause, go back, listen to both of those. But I did that myself. And today I'm going to share with you what I found and also what I'm going to do about it. But first, I really want to share this review from you. It comes from Oh Hey Renee. She titles it, Your New Mom BFF. I connected with Kaysen during the pandemic, a time in motherhood when I desperately needed someone with a relatable story and simple strategies to make me feel like I wasn't alone in the chaos I was living. Kaysen has a gentle spirit and speaks absolute truth into your life. She's understanding, but also incredibly encouraging and inspiring in a way that allows you to actually take action. Follow along and listen. She's a mom friend we all need. Renee, you are amazing, and thank you so much for that review. It not only just totally makes my day, these make me smile, they just feel my heart like you just, you truly have no idea, your kind words. The fact that these episodes are impacting moms, real lives of real moms, by just me simply sharing my story and relating with you because I've been there. I am there. I still walk through these things with you and we're learning and growing together. We're in this pursuit of asking for more of our motherhood together. And I'm so glad that you are along with me on this journey, Renee. I'm so glad you're along for the ride. And if you would like to leave a review letting us know how the show is impacting you, what you take away from the show each week, what you love about it, what you're learning, you can do that on Apple Podcast by scrolling all the way down on the homepage of the podcast. You have to kind of scroll down past all those episodes. It takes a little while to get there. Scroll, 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 and then you'll see write a review. You tap that, leave a review. It literally takes like 30 seconds or less. And this helps this show, Her Pursuit, get in front of more moms like you, like me, like Renee, who really need these messages of hope and light and encouragement, we all need it. We all need the reminder that we're not alone. We're not the only one struggling and that there's hope. There are simple ways to take action and you can uncomplicate this. You can create real change in your life. You can manage your time. You can redefine balance, even as a busy mom, even as a mom of littles. So if you've already done that, I just want to say thank you so much. Hey mama, welcome to, to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity, all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen, and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom, and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, 
energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. So when you're listening to this on Thursday, I am at the beach with my little family. We are enjoying the sun and the waves and the sand and hopefully having, you know, you plan to go on this vacation and you think, oh, this is going to be so relaxing and it's going to be amazing. And then it's kind of like you just, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom, you kind of just are doing the same things but in a different location. So it's not like you're actually getting a break. Like you'd have to leave with your husband and go somewhere else by yourselves if you wanted an actual break and an actual vacation in that sense of the word. But hopefully we're making meaningful memories and I am hoping that I'm being more present in this moment because I have a confession. When I sat down at the end of May to reflect on the month, check in with my goals, set new goals for June, I checked my screen time, you know, like I told you about in episode 77, encouraged you to do this for yourself, and I was shocked. (laughs) And I bet if you've looked at yours since then, you may be just as shocked as I am. In fact, if you haven't looked yet, I really want you to go into your settings. If you have an iPhone, go into your settings. You'll see screen time. Now, it's a setting you have to have already turned on in order for you to see what apps you've been using and for how long and all those things. So if you haven't had it on you're not going to see any stats or anything. You need to turn it on if you want to be able to do that. And then use your phone like normal, come back and check in on it. But for those of you who have had it on and you're seeing a total number of screen time, like the hours and the minutes, I want you to just think for a second because the number I saw was staggering. It was mind-blowing. Think about what all you could do with that time because that's immediately what came to mind whenever I saw the amount of hours I was spending on my phone each week. Now, my brain went to probably the same place that yours is going, but I use my Bible app and I use this app for this thing and that app for that thing. But I know, and I think you know, if you're honest with yourself, that there are some extra minutes and hours that we could take back and use somewhere else besides scrolling or searching on our phones. So the last week of May, I really just felt like stepping back from socials. I can't even explain what it was. It was just like something in my spirit. I just felt like I needed to do it. And this isn't like your typical farewell to socials and I'm signing off spiel, but I think it's important to share why I'm doing this, what I've decided to do and and what I've found, because I want to encourage you to think about doing it and, and how you can apply it to your life as well. We're all facing this crisis of like, we say we don't have enough time and we are pressed for time. We are really, really busy and we're pulled in all these different directions, but we're also super addicted to these little devices. Just like I shared last week in part two, we are all scrolling on our phones all day, every day. And I had implemented some strict boundaries around my apps. You know, all those things that I shared last week, those were things that I had been keeping with. I thought I was keeping with consistently and doing a really good job, but it just goes to show that sometimes we can think we are doing a little bit better than we actually are in reality. We don't always see reality for what it is until we're faced with it, right? So like when I was looking at those total hours in my screen time in the settings, there was no way around it. Like it just, it is what it is. And this is how much time I'm spending on my phone. That is how much time you're spending on your phone. 
And so I had to be honest with myself. I had found myself getting sucked back into the scroll because, yes, I'm a human. But I was also recently reminded that it's not about the event. So it's not the about the thing that you did or the thing you didn't do. It's not about that mistake or, you know, how you've messed up. It's really about the action steps that you choose to take after the fact. So there's no guilt. There's no shame around the hours that I've spent on my phone I've even thought, you know, well, this is what I was actually doing. You know, I was doing this, I was doing that, and maybe it was productive, maybe it was beneficial, but it's still a crazy, insane amount of hours on a device. And so my thought process is, well, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do differently? And that's what this episode is all about. I'm sharing this with you because I want for it to be like this accountability thing because I still need that as well. And I want to share with you some ways that I plan to kind of disconnect and be more present this summer, this week as we're on vacation and really step away from my phone a little bit more. So let's just go ahead, rip off the bandaid, put this out there. My overall screen time has been trending downward. Like, I feel like I have to start with this positive note. Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm really actually doing a lot better, but it's, it's really not as good as it sounds. If you have your screen time turned on, then you know every Sunday you get this summary report that tells you like the hours and the percentage. It's like you spent this percent more time on your phone or you've decreased your screen time by 4% this week. And then it gives you an average of each day. So my screen time had been down like 6% and then down 5% and then down 4%, which I was feeling kind of proud of, which is why I think I'm sharing it with you right now. But when I was looking at the amount of hours, like I said, hours and hours and hours and hours on my phone, I was just like, immediately no. Like, do you remember that Instagram audio reel? It's like, immediately no. I've seen all I needed to see and no, I'm, I'm like, I'm not okay with this. It just was my immediate thought. No, no, no. I don't care if it's working out. I don't care if it's me being on YouTube searching for things. I don't care if it's sharing on social media. I don't care if it's sending emails. I do not care what the reason is behind it. I don't care about the excuses. That total number was not acceptable for me. It just is not. I'm not going to be spending that amount of time on my phone. And this is why, because I looked and you can do this in your screen time settings as well. If you you have to click, click around and look at the different things, but you'll see when you go to scroll down a little bit, if you click, you can look at the days or you can look at the week. So I was trying to kind of compare to see, okay, well, how have I been doing overall for this month? And when I went back, you know, it just kind of increased and increased and increased. So I was like, well, I guess I'm technically doing a little bit better because it's trending downward, but still this is so much time spent on my phone. Okay. So you're like, Kason, how much time are you spending on your phone? Because I know you like me just kind of like the juicy details sometimes. So I'm going to tell you, I scrolled backward and it let me see to the second week of May. So the second week of May, I had spent a total number of, (laughs) this is so embarrassing to say, (laughs) 51 and a half hours on my phone. The top two apps were Voxer and Instagram. Now, Voxer I use with this group pod that I'm in. We're all entrepreneurs and growing podcasts, growing businesses, all of these things. So there's like this accountability there. And then we have one-off side conversations where I will have conversations one-on-one with each individual person. And so we talk back and forth. We share ideas. We get feedback. We talk about what we're doing. They share what they're working on. I share what I'm working on. And it's just a way to have community there So that was my top app. 
And then Instagram was the second highest used app. And then under those things were like my Bible app, YouTube, Maps was a big one because we were traveling that week. So like I said, screen time accounts for all, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's every single time that your phone is lit up, it's going to be counting towards something. So (laughs) 51 and a half hours I was spending on my phone that week. The third week of May, it let me see, was 44 and a half hours, which is still a lot of time on my phone. And then the fourth week of May, it was 40 and a half hours. Just the time spent in Instagram alone, that second week of May was 16 and a half hours. The third week of May was 10 and a half hours. The fourth week of May was five hours so far. And that was just because the week wasn't over yet. And it's just too much. Because yeah, even though five total hours for the week, that's about one hour a day, not one hour a day. (laughs) That's less than an hour a day. But still, so you have to do the math. When you look at your total hours, you have to obviously divide that by seven. So this is for the week. Now divide that by seven. How much time are you spending on your phone every single day? It's not terribly unreasonable to say that I spent less than an hour on Instagram every day. Well, so far that week. It's not unreasonable, but I think about all of the other things that my time would be better spent doing, and I just can't help but think it's kind of not the best use of my time in some ways. Like, yes, I get on. I love to, you know, respond with you guys and correspond, and we talk back and forth in DMs, and I'll put up polls, and I like to share things and and get your feedback, and it's all good. It's not It's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you look at it as a whole, I mean, 50 hours is a lot of time. And so that's why I've decided to really pull back for the summer. Like I, I was already kind of, it's so ironic because I was already kind of leaning toward it anyways. And I even told my husband out loud, like I said to him, I think I really am just kind of, I don't know, I'm feeling like I just kind of want to get off socials for the summer, or at least 30 days or something like that. Just kind of pull back a little bit. It just feels like I've kind of, it's become too much. I kind of have gotten sucked in again. I'm not really sure how it happened, but then it was actually that night that I was sitting down looking at goals and looking at things for like numbers and all those different things for the month of May and planning ahead for June. And I was looking at my screen time and I was like, okay, this just solidified it. This solidified what I was feeling and what I already knew subconsciously that I needed to do. So I was kind of already being led there and I kind of already had a feeling that's what I needed. And seeing that number was just very much the confirmation that I needed. So what what does this mean? What, what does it mean? Because I think it's important to be clear and direct when we're setting goals and intentions so that we can measure success so that we can know if we did what we said we were going to do, right? So my plan is to pop on. Do you remember when influencers would say that like all the time? I don't know if anybody still says that anymore, but every story sequence all the time used to be like, hey guys, I was just popping on to say, (laughs) it's kind of lame, but I'm sure I've said it a time or two, but that's what I want to do. I literally want to pop on, pop off, share here, share there, respond to DMs, check in, and then just get off of the app. Because like I said last week in the second part of Soaking Up Summer, I want to live my life that's in front of me right here, right now, because we don't get to redo this. Like this summer with our kids, we don't get a retake. We don't get a redo. We get one chance. We get one shot. We get to live it one time. And I want to live it through my eyes, not through my screen. So that looks like for me less than an hour, an hour or less on Instagram every day. 
In fact, I feel like that it could be even less than an hour. But I know that I tend to get on, I'll respond. I spend a lot of time because we live out in the country, to just be honest. We have terrible Wi-Fi, and so it takes forever to my, for my stories to actually upload. So I feel like half that time could be just waiting for the story to actually upload and complete to be shared. But regardless, the hard boundary that I'm putting in place is an hour or less on Instagram every single day. Now, for the other apps that I use, like I said, I reference my Bible a ton. I have Bible plans that I'm reading. I have verses and different things like that. I'll cross-reference and compare. I do that a lot. I use YouTube a lot for meditation, for workouts, all those type things. And then Voxer was only the other like huge use of my time. And so I kind of shared with the pod, I shared with the group in the group conversation, and then I shared with a few other people individually. I was like, hey, this is kind of where I'm at, and this is kind of what I want to put into place. And so if I'm a little more quiet, this is why, and you know, but I still want to check in with you. I still want to communicate here, and I want to, you know, keep up with what you're doing and what's going on. And I'm definitely still going to come here, you know, when I need help or to share things that I'm learning or whatever it is. But I think that's another really important part of establishing healthy boundaries is communicating those boundaries. And and I was honest with the girls. I was like, I also want to be respectful of your time because I can talk and talk and talk and talk sometimes. So like they'd let you do voice memos on there and they don't cut you off like Instagram and Facebook. I don't think Facebook does, but Instagram cuts you off after a minute in DMs if you're sending a voice memo. Voxer lets you go for 15 minutes and homegirl will max out the 15 minutes every now and then. (laughs) So... (laughs) I just told them, I was like, I want to be respectful of your time. And then I also am just really cutting back screen time in general on my phone. And part of that is I'm going to have specific times designated to checking Voxer and responding to Voxers and sending Voxers and all that stuff. So that's just for me personally. Like you have to look at your screen time. If this is something that you even want to do, I look, there is no judgment at all. If you are sitting there thinking, well, that's really good for her, but I don't feel called to do that right now. That is so fine because I've been there too. Like I would have heard messages like this plenty of times in the past and just been like, oh, well, that's really good. But, you know, I don't really feel called to do that right now. So don't, but keep this episode in mind, save it, bookmark it, whatever you have to do, screenshot it so that you can come back to it when you do feel like that. Because I think we all get to the point where we're like, okay, I feel like I can't think straight, see straight. I'm just consumed with all the noise. It gets so loud. It just gets so loud. And so when you need to kind of pull back a little bit, just come back to this so that you can, number one, be reminded that you're not alone. You're not the only one who needs a break from your phone. But number two, maybe some of these things will be helpful in you actually living it out in your life and how to implement that. So part of it is just establishing clear boundaries, clear expectations for myself and what I am going to do, what I'm not going to do, what I am available for, what I'm not available for, and communicating that to the people around us. I am definitely going to be reporting back for accountability and just to give you an update. So don't you even worry about that. But I think it's important that we recognize the app apps for what they are. Honestly, they are designed to keep you there. They are designed to keep you on them in the bubble of Instagram, in the bubble of Facebook, On Snapchat, I don't have Snapchat, but I know there are people who get like really, I don't even know if this is still a thing, but you have like your, what's it called? The streak, the streak. It's like you and this person have gone back and forth for however long 
anyways, I know people who are like, you broke our streak. And they get so upset because they've talked to each other for like 250 days straight. And then all of a sudden it has to start back over at zero or whatever. That used to be a thing. And I would hear people talking about it. (laughs) I'm not on that. So whatever your app is that you tap into by default, it is designed to keep you there. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when they updated Instagram this last time, they made all of the colors and the icons so much brighter. And it almost makes me sick, honestly, because it's subtle things like that that keep us hooked and coming back and engaged and and interested because it's pretty, it's shiny, it's new, it's different. It's more intriguing than it was before. And all it's doing is causing us to stay stuck in this bubble, coming back over and 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 wasting our time there, truly. Like, yeah, there's there's good that comes out of social media. Absolutely, there is connection. I wouldn't have found a lot of you guys. You may not have found this podcast without socials. I'm not saying that it's all bad. Just like last week, I said, you know, smartphones are not 100% bad. The fact of it is, is that it de- it's designed to give you dopamine hits in different types of ways and keep you hooked in staying there. That's it. Because they do not care about what their apps are costing you. It's not for your benefit or your well-being that they have these apps. It's really not. They they don't care. They don't care the cost of how much time you're wasting, what it's doing to your mental health. You know, and yes, we're all adults. We should be able to set healthy and clear boundaries, but we're also human. And between you and I, we're really tired, exhausted mamas, and we use it to check out. We use it to just scroll and zone and numb because it's a re- it does a really good job at doing that. It really does. There is a documentary on Netflix, which you've probably already seen it, The Social Dilemma, I think it is. And it really explains better. It like c- takes you inside of your own brain and the world of socials and like what it's designed to do. And I just think it's important to remember that these apps that we're wasting all of our time on and that are sucking us in and we're getting lost on, they're designed to do that. Like that's the point. And so we have to be very, very careful. We have to protect our mental health. We have to protect our time. We have to protect our energy. We have to protect our eyes and our ears from the things that we may see or hear there, you know? And so I don't know. I just, I really needed the reminder. And I think it hit me when I was recording that second part two of the Soaking Up Summer series. I really needed all of those things that I was saying to you. And I told you, like, I may have gotten on my soapbox a little bit and it may have sounded like some tough love, but I was preaching at myself. That was not at you. Like I said, it was just, you were just in the audience able to hear it because we all struggle with this. We all get lost on our phone. We're all wasting a lot of time on our phones. 50 hours for me, 40 to 50 hours a week for me, apparently. So as we close, I wanna share just some red flags that socials have become toxic and kind of overwhelming and too much. Like I've crossed the line of boundaries whenever I feel or notice these things. So number one, it feels loud and noisy. Like I can't even think straight when I'm on the app. And I don't know if you relate to that, but I will like number two, tap in by default with no purpose, no intention for being there. But then I get lost and I get distracted. And then I'm looking at this and I'm looking at that. And My brain and my mind, I can tell you because today that I'm recording this is Saturday and I've already implemented this for 
this past week and my mind has so much more space. I feel so much more calm. I feel so much more at peace. I feel so much more grounded. Now I'm also getting back into habits and routines that help me feel that way and consistently doing those things as well. But I know that the noise and the scroll of intake of information for me is like, you weren't meant to know all of that. Like I was not meant to see and hear and watch and witness and be a part of all these conversations and listen to everybody's thoughts and hear everyone's opinions and see all of this and that. And it just gets so loud. The third thing is feelings of frustration. For me, this is related to content creator type things. So things that I'm sharing or that I'm not sharing, things that perform well, things that don't perform well, and just knowing when to post, what to post, all of that is just like a game that I'm tired of playing. And I kind of weave in and out of this like, okay, Instagram, I'll play. Okay, no, I'm not going to play. I'm going to sit on the bench because I'm tired. And so feelings of frustration and when content creation doesn't bring me joy and it doesn't feel good, then that's a sign that I need to take a step back. The fourth thing is feeling like I should post or share this or that. I was telling my husband earlier in the week, I was like, I just don't want to share in stories or on my feed just because I feel like that I should. Or, you know, I don't want to be doing something just to share it on social media. I know we've all had a moment like this. Like you take the picture and then the only reason you took the picture was to put it on socials and share whatever it is you're doing or wherever you are, whoever you're with. And so sometimes, well, a lot of times, actually, I try to be very mindful of what I'm sharing and why I'm sharing and my intentions there. And then the last thing is just getting sucked into an unhealthy scroll. Because like I said, I'm the same way. Like I can get sucked into TikToks like none other. You know, you can decompress, you can get lost in it, and it feels good to do that. And like I said, I am all about a good healthy scroll with time limits and boundaries and all those things. But when I'm getting into it in an unhealthy way and I'm spending hours or, you know, wasting a lot of time, that's not okay for me. So to recap, I'm just really looking forward to a summer of less self-induced pressure to show up on any app in any capacity and not feel like I have to share this or have to share that or be so concerned about what someone else is sharing, what someone else is doing, where they're at, who they're with, because it can make you feel very lonely. It can make you feel very isolated. It can make you feel less than. But I think it's just really important to remind ourselves that it's a highlight reel. Like we're not grabbing our phones. We're not reaching for our phones to record the meltdowns and the tantrums and the fights and the arguments and the tears. Because number one, that would be kind of strange. Like I feel like we kind of, our attention needs to be on the situation at hand. But what about all the rest of the time as well? When our kids are playing or when they're doing, you know, this or that. And I'm not trying to, this is not to shame anybody because I'm so guilty of grabbing my phone and I want to share the happy moment or the quiet moment. And I try to balance it out. I try to share real life. That's why I shared, shared my mess the other night. But we also need, you know, and should be present in those moments too. Like we're still parenting, even in the good and the happy, we are still being an example to them. And I just kind of had felt like that I'd gotten to a place where I was always looking at my phone for one reason or another. And I'm just really looking forward to, and I already have, and it feels so good to just kind of put it down, just put it down. Because at the end of the day, I want for my kids to remember my face looking at them, the eye contact, 
not this phone being in between her view of me. And it was so funny because, as I said, I've been practicing this already this week. And I put my phone in the kitchen when I was sitting down having lunch. And it was just me and the baby. And she was playing with Play-Doh on the other side. And I was eating. And she looked up at me so many times. And we made eye contact. And she would smile. And she thought it was so funny. And I thought to myself in that moment. And I'm going to try not to cry. But I just thought about like how many times have I missed them looking at me or how many moments have I missed because I was so busy responding to something or looking something up or whatever it was for whatever reason I was looking down I wasn't looking out at them and it broke my heart into like a million pieces and it confirmed all the more my decision and what I felt like that I've been feeling like I need to do and so I guess I just want to leave you with Like the encouragement that no, there's no guilt. No, there's no shame. Even though I had a ton of mom guilt that day when I was thinking those thoughts about how much of this have I missed. But I just reminded myself, almost like God reminded me that there's grace, you know, and it's okay. And you're doing a good job. And I know that I'm doing a good job too, because I honestly am doing my best every single day, even on the days or the weeks that I'm spending 50 hours on my phone, I was I was doing what I thought was best for me to do. I thought that in the moment, it felt like I was making the decision of what needed to be done. And sometimes we just have to reevaluate and reprioritize, and there's nothing wrong with that. So like I said, this is not saying you have to completely just like trash your phone and can't ever pick it up again. I'm still going to be on stories. I'm still, I want to connect with you. I want to share what's happening in life and on the show. But mostly what needed to happen for me was the mindset shift and what you can't see, what you're not going to notice, what you won't know about. It's really just going to be that indicator of total screen time because I'm the only one who knows how much time I'm scrolling, how much time I'm wasting, honestly. And so hopefully toward the end of the summer, I can come back and report that overall those things were down and this is what I learned and this is what I noticed. I want to share that with you. But the last thing that I wanted to say is that if you're not already connected through email, you can sign up through the link in the show notes. I never send spammy messages ever. It's always relatable mom life stuff, like a, like stories and things that I've told you even in this episode. I share things that I'm walking through myself and just things that I think may encourage you or inspire you as well. So if you want to do that, sign up for emails because I will still be sending out emails throughout the summer. And since I'm always sharing with you about having boundaries and healthy boundaries around your phone and social media in your life. I'm just excited to rein this area of my life back in. And it may sound silly, but there's something so empowering about taking control back from something that is truly a time sucker. You know, most of the time I enjoy getting on. I enjoy checking in with those of you who send me DMs. I like to see how you interact with these polls, how you vote, your opinions, what you're thinking, how you're feeling. But it's really freeing to just lay it down for a minute, just a minute. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Maybe it's just one day this week, maybe one week this summer, or maybe you unplug and commit to not being on socials at all this summer. 
like I said, I'm not getting off completely, but I'm definitely going to be limiting my time and paying more attention to the screen time statistics. So don't forget to join the email list. That's a great way for us to stay in touch, not just for the summer, but beyond. And I will see you back here next week for Tuesday's Time Tip. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.